fucking knock. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's Reese's, get your shit together. Get your shit together, Reese's. No, it's Reese's. It's a Reese's. Dude, you are not a Reese's dude, are you? I am. You're a Reese's it's PCs. Reese's PCs. Oh my god, you're the worst type of person. <laughs> no, that's what it's called. No, it's Reese's pieces. Whose pieces are they? They're Reese's. Reese's. Reese's is way better. No, it's not. It's <laughs> Reese's terrible. is so much. It better, sounds like bro. somebody like had a stroke as they were saying Reese's pieces, and then they just went with it. Like, give me those Reese's pieces. It's like, what'd you say? It's like you heard me. I said Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. I just call up. I just get. I'm like, give me a cup. Give me a peanut butter cup, please. Oh, there you go. I don't even eat uh, the pieces anymore. Yeah, those were good when you were younger. Yeah, then you eat too many, and then you're like, yeah. Reese's is like the first, it's like the first like candy that you get that you eat too much of. Yeah, well, that and M&M's. Yeah. So I always felt like if you had M&M's, you had M&M's. But if you were cool, you had Reese's Pieces. Like, everyone had M&M's, but I had the peanut butter shit that looks like M&M's. It's like, oh, you eating M&M's? No, these are Reese's. The, that happened uh, a lot. When I was a kid, well, we were kids. We were the same age. Yeah. They came out with those crispy M&Ms. Those were the shit. Oh, I remember that. Weren't they in the blue? Yeah, they were in blue package, and they were crispy. They had, like, a wafer. Um, I never really tried those. They were so good. They were, they were like, the Reese's Pieces of M&Ms. Oh, it's like, yeah. you had crispy M&Ms. People were like, give me some of that shit. Like, those are the best. God, fuck. Is our feedback too loud, or do you like that? It's a little loud, but little loud? I, yeah, you turn right. it down. Because I like being able to hear it in case there's an issue. I do like it, but it's, almost it's a at little the same level. I think that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Candy Crush slut sucking on my feet. Pull my jerky out and they jerk the beef. Them skiing on the sheets. That's how you want to start it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's do take two real quick, just in case. Just in case we don't like that. Uh, that was Those are lyrics from a song that I wrote in 2013. Ooh, I'm glad you're no longer 2013 Gabe, you know? <laughs> I might be bringing it back. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And on that note, there you go. Hello, everyone, and hello, no one. My name is Gabe. And my name is Colin. That is your name. Yeah. I didn't do any AKs this time. I didn't either. I feel like that was a good first ep thing, and... We could do it every app. We could give ourselves new nicknames every episode. We could. Uh, but let's not. Okay. Yeah. We'll revisit the topic. Yeah. I'm a big uh, name guy. You are? Like yeah. nickname guy? Nickname guy, yeah. I like but, giving other people nicknames. Uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like, but I mostly just like uh, do it with like movie actors. So if I meet a Christian, I'm like, oh, uh, Christian Slater. Mm. And they'll be like, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, Christian Slater, the actor. Mr. Robot. I like that you went with Christian Slater instead of Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have Mr. Robot on the brain. It's a good oh, show. Yeah. If you've never watched Mr. Robot, it's a good show. It's like four seasons. Nice. Go stream it illegally on websites that stream things illegally. Yeah. You know the ones. You know the ones. If you're listening to this, you know the ones. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah. That's, the, that's the audience. We know our audience. And if there's one person out there listening to this, like... Just like, what do you mean illegally? Because you know there's going to be one of those. Yeah. Um, those not that there's anything wrong with that. 
There is. Yeah, well. Don't be a fucking square. Yeah. Download things illegally. Except for this podcast. Yeah. Because it's free. Yeah. Because we're men of the people. Yeah. And the men of the people, we named a podcast called Hey. What's the name of the album? Is that the name of the album? Hey. That's the name of the album. That's the name of the album. You ever listen to an album and you're like, damn. That's the name of the album when it gets to a certain track, whether it's the intro or the middle track or the last song of the album. Like, why? Sometimes it doesn't mean shit. Sometimes it does. Now, at a point, were they lazy? And which laziness was it? Did they record the whole album, name the songs, and then choose a song they wanted to be the album name? That's interesting. Yeah. I thought of that before. Like... Katy Perry's Teenage Dream. What came first? The album title or the first track? I think I think the first track. First track, and then she's like, you know, Teenage Dream, it was a solid track song choice. It seems like during this this is kind of a funny way to start talking about the album. Yeah, and that is our album today. We are gonna be talking about Teenage Dream. Yes, we are. Yeah. I think she recorded that song and the subsequent songs that were recorded kind of fit into that kind of escape that she was thinking about, teenage dreaming. Yeah. And it was just like, let's just name it that. It was probably a label decision, too. Everything's a label decision. When we start talking about these big pop records, whenever we do talk about these big pop records, I think it's going to be different for, like, albums like we did Cherry Bomb. And even when we do, like, a, like a say, a Nas record or a Tupac record or even the Frizzle Fry record, I don't think that the label is going to have as much uh, input or, like, dictation. But in this case, because this is a big pop star, this is Katy Perry, second album, yeah, the label had some sort of interference, obviously, with a lot of the songs on this album. Yeah. And also, it's Katy Perry. Yeah. Yeah. It's Katy fucking Perry, man. It's Katy Perry. Like, she had her inputs. I know that much. She was, you know, how was... I want to ask you, because we were talking about how yeah. uh, this is like a high school album for you. Same thing for me. Um, what was your reaction to Katy Perry, like, before this album? You I know? mean, yeah, before this album, all I knew was I kissed a girl and I liked it. Yep. I, I knew that was her. I don't remember much else about her at that point i thought she was like i listened well didn't listen to more of but i had heard more of lily james at the time okay so i thought Katy perry was gonna be like the u.s version of lily james and did you mean lily allen is it lily allen i think it is yeah okay yeah she's great yeah she is and uh, I feel like a fucking douchebag for saying Lily James right no, now. No, it's okay. Um, Easy to mix up. Yeah, and her brother. Did you know her brother was Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones? I did not. Yeah, that's uh, who the song Alfie's about. Oh, wow. It is about that dude. That's cool. Yeah. A little connection there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought she would be the U.S. version of Lily Allen. She when wasn't. It, no, she, like, blew up hard. Why? I don't know. That's that's an interesting thing. I think it's because... I, I, I want to just fr- not even just frame it for Katy Perry in general. Let's be more specific. My first question to you, why do you think this album was so big? 
Why was it so big? Because, I think it's as because you said, there's the first like four, four or five records on this motherfucker. They're singles. Yeah. And they're big singles. Yeah. It was all of them were playing on the radio. Like, I forgot they were all on this album. Like, I was listening to this album, and it was just like, oh, I heard that on the radio. I didn't realize it was all Teenage Dream. I just knew it was Katy Perry. Yep. And I think it's because it does have that, like... I mean, there's, at the time, that's what the sound was. So you had LMFAO, Party Rock, mm. and shit. It was all teenage rocking. Party rocking with a house yeah. And it's like, okay, Katy Perry, you know, you're, you're dipping your toes into it. You got... Uh, Friday night, TGIF. Yeah. Yeah, like, we could all relate to that in high school. Uh, really, really could. And even in your early 20s a little bit. Yeah, and it's like teenage dream. Well, I'm a teenager right now. I'm yep. living the dream, I guess. And I didn't have a teenage dream moment when I was a teenager. You didn't? No. I, as when this album was coming out, I was in the bad part of the teenage dream. Oh, you were like the 808s, Gabe, at that point? I was, I was, yeah. I was. I was using a Tumblr. I had my heart broken. <laughs> okay, so I was dating this girl. Yeah. Uh, I was in love with her. You know, first love, you know, 16 years old. You know, all the things that young teenagers do. This is in 2009. I'm going to take you all the way back. A year before the album comes out, me and her are dating. And... It's all going good. And then a little bit into 2010, she has to move oh, to man. New York. Ugh. I lived in Florida. Classic. And you're 17. You're in love. You're stupid. You'll do anything. Let's make long distance work. To all the people listening, whether you're young, old, in between, long distance does not work. Stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so things happen. Heartbroken. I am. Summer of 2010. Katy Perry is singing about let's go all the way tonight. No regrets. Just love. We can dance until we die. You and I will be young forever. Damn. Those are some poignant lyrics. Yeah, and you don't really think about that on a pop album. No, like you, you don't. hear it, but all you hear is like the fun of it. Yeah, like but, I think her singing on that song on the on Teenage Dream is enough to where it kind of breaks that. You know, you can kind of feel the song, you feel the lyrics, and the lyrics are actually important to the song. Yeah, not every song, not every album is like, not every song on the album is like that. Right. Sometimes the lyrics are just there. Yeah, and it sounds the same as everything <laughs> else prior. I'm going to tell you right now, Gabe, I hate the second half of this album. Uh, I don't. You don't? I don't. I do. I don't. I just, uh, it's like... This is good. We, yeah. already, we can already <laughs> disagree. It's like we can... everything sounds the same already. Like the first half of the album sounds like the first half of the album. Everything's kind of the same, right? Yeah. And that's kind of why I am not a fan of pop. Like, I don't seek it out on the radio and shit. But if, yeah. I, if I, like, hear it in a store or something, I don't hate it. Or if somebody else is playing it on the radio, I don't hate it. But yeah. it's not something I seek out because it does all sound the same. Yes, this is true. I, I, I fuck with you right now. Yeah. That's true. A lot, of, a lot of, definitely nowadays, for sure. Yeah. And I even think during this time period, this is kind of the beginning of what we see now. Yeah, and it's like the first five songs, they're all the same type of party, high school, you're having a great time, you're a teenager... 
same melody-ish, same beat-ish type thing. It's very cohesive, but very samey. Yeah, and then it's the same thing for the second half of the album. I think like it starts with "Circle the Drain," and that was that was a stark tone shift for me. To go from Peacock to Circle the Drain right away. You know, I guess I'll just get this out of the way. Yeah. I fucking hate Peacock. Right. Peacock is w- the worst song on this album. It's not. And it's one of the worst <laughs> pop songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Every time I listen to this song, I regret it being in my ears. Yeah. It's fucking awful. And I don't understand who let her make this song it seemed like a way for her to be dirty without being dirty yeah like hiding everything around the word peacock and then she just repeats <laughs> cock <laughs> but in it was it's so funny because in high school i, I remember listening to the song and all the girls would think they were so funny yeah. singing just that part and it's like you know we know we know <laughs> And the second verse of that song is one of the worst fucking, you know, the, 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 like the first two verses are like, I want to see your dick, boy. Show me that dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a break. And then there's the start of the third final breakdown part of the song where in the song, Katy Perry's character has now seen the peacock. She's yeah. seen the man's penis. <laughs> the man's penis is there and erect. And it's, so great and like she doesn't change her voice no it's like, no no oh. she she changes it but in a weird in a way weird fucking She's way like, oh. same tone you know what i mean yeah. it's like oh my god it is so nice you have a nice penis sir yeah that's how it is it's, it's like, like she just talks singing <laughs> yeah talk singing I hate- like can you imagine her? Could you imagine her in the bedroom and that's she just does that? <laughs> like the first time you have sex with Katy Perry and you got a nice dick and she's just like, "Oh my god, it is so amazing!" And you're just like, "Katy, uh, it's getting soft now. <laughs> what? what are you doing? What is this? No, <laughs> it was not. It's not sexy. No, it's not sexy. It's not and, good. And, it's not funny. And it's, she." She's not Bad. trying to be sexy. Like, we'll get that out of the way. It's like, yeah, she's not trying to be sexy. It is a terrible song choice that she took with the way she delivered that. Ooh, ooh, uh, stall for me. I'm going I'm to find out yeah. who wrote this fucking song. And that's the person that needs to be wa- watch it. Watch it be like Snoop as like he fucked around as a joke. He's <laughs> like, he goes on California Girls and he does his line. And he's like, Linguini, Bikini, Badidi, but I knew exactly what yeah. you were fucking Everybody going to. Everybody knows. Yeah, you said. <laughs> like, Snoop. What would, yeah. is this? So he just fucked around and wrote Peacock. He's like, hey, he just fucking lights up five joints at once. And he's like, it'd be fucking funny if she said Peacock and just said cock five Pe- times afterwards. No, I don't want to insult Snoop like that. Yeah, Snoop, I think Snoop is a, he's got a little bit better taste. Katy Perry, Esther D, you Esther. fucking dude. Bitch. It would be somebody named Esther. That is such an Esther. That's like an eighty-year-old grandma thinking she's like being so risque. Katy, Esther Dean, and the Erickson Stargate, the the Erickson twin brothers, whatever. Esther Dean is a talented songwriter and singer who did uh, "Drop It Low, Girl." Drop it, drop it low, girl. And wrote Rihanna's uh, Rude Boy. Um, 
She did not do a good job assisting Katy Perry in writing Peacock. Not at all. She there was a miss from Miss Esther Dean and Stargate. You guys should not make songs anymore just based off of how horrible Peacock is. So, so I wonder what the process is like for that. So you know how in our sketch group we write a sketch and then we read it and then we get feedback on it? Is yeah. that what it's like writing a pop album like this? Like you come with your song and you're like, hey guys, what do you think about this? Because I know I've heard some artists are pitch songs, they say no, and it goes to a different artist. Yes. And maybe Peacock I, was written for somebody else, dude. I, I want to say, this isn't about Peacock, but I want to say a song was written for Katy Perry but given to Rihanna. Peacock? No, no, not Peacock. Just another song. Just another song? It, it, was, another, it was a big name like that, and I forget who. I would have to look that up. But it, like that blew my mind. That this shit's just like written and passed out. Like I, I knew not everyone writes their own shit. Yeah, all the time. I think a lot of this record is that kind of things. Is somebody making it and then being like, "Here, Katie, do you want to do this song?" I think a lot of that is. But there are moments. Um, you talk about Circle the Drain a lot. Yeah, it's it's just a tonal shift for me that I don't. Circle like. the Drain is one of the few moments where, and now you you're right about the tonal shift and everything, but. Um, I don't even love that song, but yeah. I it's in my top five for this album simply for the fact that it has a point. Yeah. The the lyrics are scorching and fucking real. Yeah. And it's one of the few moments where Katy Perry is real on the album, which is one of my biggest knocks, is that like whoever wrote writes some of these songs, they're pretty good songwriters and good producers. But the songs don't mean anything, and they're often really fake and phony. But right. when she's real, like on Teenage Dream, and even on TGIF, she, it, it feels real authentic because she's like, well, you know, this is based off of an actual night that me and my friends had, mm-hmm. you know? So I can hear it coming out being real. Circle of the Train is based off of a previous relationship with, if you know who it is, Travis McCoy from... Class oh. heroes who she previously dated. He, she was in the uh, uh, "Take a Look at My Girlfriend" yeah. music video. She's the final girl in that video. Okay, so they were dating previously. He had his things. She wrote the song about it. He even said that the song was one of the few times she was actually a really good songwriter. So he actually thought it was pretty good, yeah. even though it was very what's the scathing is the word. It's a scathing song. Yeah, like I like the song as a song. As a song, yeah. Yeah, like it's good. It's not something that it would, it's not something gonna be it's gonna be on my shuffle. Right. But as a song itself, it's a pretty decent song. It's w- pretty well written. It's something I would have put later in the album. Like I would have built up to it. Like I think you could have rearranged a couple of these songs. Like to me, ET is too late in the album. Like if you had put ET at number six after Peacock, that would have been a good transition. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, I don't then, like that song either, actually. Yeah, it's not. When I first, when I was looking at the track list, I got E.T. and Dark Horse mixed up. I'm like, oh, is this that song with Juicy J? <laughs> and, no. See, I like that song. That's a pretty decent song. Yeah. Katy Perry's discography is very repetitive. Yeah. And, and a lot well, of I it mean, that's just, like. I might irritate some of our listeners. I don't even know who's going to listen to this. Exactly. But uh, so, fuck it. I just know? hate pop because it's all like that. Like, a lot it's of made it for is, radio. It's made to be popular. That's why it's called pop, pop music. music. 
I'm trying to think of a good of a pop artist that I like really really like that would I would say was kind of like abstract enough. A lot of people put Frank in that category, but really? I don't think Frank. Yeah, no. Frank Ocean is not a, a pop star. He's no. an R and B star that dabbles in a lot of other things. And his stuff doesn't sound the same. Like you listen to Channel Orange or anything, it does not sound like the same song one after another. No, it does not. And like. You didn't even know what song it was when it was Hummingbird Heartbeat. But Hummingbird Heartbeat sounds like the beginning of uh, uh, Pearl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like the same like start ways. Yeah. It's like, who knows what's... And I like Pearl. Pearl's one of my favorite songs on the album. But like, it's not because of the production. Yeah. The production's very samesies. Everything's samesies. You know what song isn't samesies on here, though? Hmm. California Girls. Yeah. See, that's just, that's a fun song. But it's not in my top five. You know why? It's not why. Because of the Snoop feature? No. She came up with the idea for California Girls when she heard Empire State of Mind. Oh. By Jay-Z and uh, yeah. Alicia Keys. <clears throat> Was this like her response? Respo- oh. She's like, they have a great to- New York song. Oh, fuck We're going to have a great California song. And I don't think it's even better. It's not anywhere near as better than Empire State of Mind. It's not a good California and song. And it's not a good California song. Like, there's so many California better... Love is way yeah. better. Yeah. And it's like, I appreciate Snoop for being on it. He gave a great feature. Like, I love his feature. I mean, it's Snoop. It's great. Uh Awesome. I enjoyed the music video for oh, that yeah. song. That's a great music video. 17-year-old me loved yeah. that video. <laughs> yeah. God. I'm like, wait, where's that whipped cream coming from? Don't you miss when... I don't know if they do it. They, maybe, they probably do do it now, but like, it's the internet. They destroy music videos. Yeah. I miss when music videos, when the pop stars was letting it hang out, it was time to be sexy. Yeah. Britney Spears, every new music video, how can I make... Young boys pause their DVR for me. Yeah, how can I make this to sell albums? This is like one of those last few albums of like an era where pop stars felt like larger than life characters. But you could relate to them because of their stories of making it big. Now, I'll take three people we talk about. Dua Lipa, Mm. where the fuck did she come from? Olivia Rodrigo, where the fuck did she come from? Billie Eilish, where the fuck did she come from? Where do these motherfuckers come from? See, I think Billie Eilish is a little different. Like, yeah, where did she come from? But I think she has the talent for it. Yeah. More so than, like, because I think Dua Lipa, the whole thing was, like, you can coach that type of singing. Yeah. Like, Billie Eilish, she fit everything for the Billie Eilish style. But Billie Eilish got connections, too. Right. She knows people, too. Yeah. and there's an element of that there too. And I, I was listening to one of her songs, uh, that bad guy song. And like, there's the, like, the other bad. We're, we're going to talk more about Katy Perry later, but I want to talk more about pop stars today because I think this album, this album does something for me in that way because I'm, I'm thinking about summer of 2010. There's Katy Perry, Bruno Mars was popping at the time, uh, Haley Williams was doing her thing too. Like, these were pop stars. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just don't feel that way about pop now. And a lot of music doesn't have superstars anymore, where people just put stuff out, and it's just like, okay. There's, where's the superstars anymore? Where's the Katy Perry's? 
Where are they? Yeah. Where, where are they? Where's Kasha? Where's Kasha? Well, she Keisha, Kasha? Kasha. Kasha? Yeah. So she was going through her own shit. Fuck Dr. Luke. Yeah. Pouring out That's for who Kasha. I thought who wrote Peacock for a second. Yeah. The, uh, so with the whole Dua Lipa thing, fuck. I was going to go somewhere with that. I'm and sorry. I had it. No, it's, it's not your fault. Um, sure, we're raving about No, see, stars. I got it came into my head mid your like thing about them. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was well it's a, this is a stoner moment. Let's backtrack to what he we were talking about. He didn't even hit the about. weed, y'all. Uh, well, this is one. this is the fried stoner brain. Now I'm the sober stoner where it's like the effects <laughs> of being fried all the time are catching <laughs> up. They catch to me. it up to you. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Nah, that's how it goes. You know how many times I've opened up Google and forgot what I was going to Google? <laughs> like, that shit happens. All the time. Yeah, it's like, all right, Why? I wanted to look something up. That's like, that's like the millennial version of walking into a room and forgetting why you walked into the room. Which I also do. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck? Well, that's why I got a small one bedroom. It's because yeah. I have to know. It's like you I walked it in the living room. here, man. Yeah. This nigga, C-Money, got the whole fucking place out. Got the fucking art. Got the fucking vinyl player. Got the TV. We balling over here. Yeah. He's balling. I'm not balling. I got, I got real plants up in this bitch. Real plants. They're I not gotta, fake. I have to water this shit. <laughs> if I don't remember to do that, they'll die. <laughs> Bragging about planting is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> These things Plant live things. because I let them live. That's 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 the same as black parents with this. Like, <laughs> I brought you into this world. It's like okay. Yeah, Jay Z said it. My pops knew exactly what he did when he made me. He tried to get a nut. He got a nut. And what? Why are y'all bragging about fucking? Yeah. That's all kids are is a brag that I fuck. Yeah. That's that's a trophy. It's like I made I had sex <laughs> once and made that. People won't believe you've had sex. It's like, oh man, I fucked so many bitches. But did he really? It's like, yeah. hey, here's my Here's my son. It's like, damn, this nigga fucks right yeah. there. Like, wow, good job. <laughs> good job having sex, buddy. And then people with multiple children, it's like, all right, I know you had sex like 10 years ago. Oh, shit. Also five years five ago? Years? <laughs> shit. Whoa, that one's eight weeks. So at least wow. nine months, eight weeks ago, you had sex? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. That's good shit. Fucking pregnancy. Uh, Fucking kids. Fucking Katy Perry's teenage dream. I don't love this record. Yeah. I like the first few songs. I like this record. Yeah. But it's not something I would uh, tell my friends to listen to. Right. I would. If anyone asks, all right, if somebody asks for a Katy Perry recommendation. Maybe a couple songs on this thing I could give. Yeah. Maybe. But anyone just in general, like, hey, man, uh, I'm building a playlist for an eight-hour car ride I'm going on. I don't think I'd put anything on this, from this (sighs) album on there. No. Like, there's better eight hours of music that's not on this album. And what's sad is that this album was only, like, 47 minutes. And I want to give short albums recommendations. It feels so long. It does, doesn't wow. it? it can, you can, I can easily 47 tell you. 47 minutes? I can tell you it was 54 minutes, and you didn't believe me, wouldn't you? No. Well, yeah, yeah, I would have. If, if I told you it was an hour, you probably would have believed yeah. me. Yeah. 12 songs. See, I knew it was 12 songs. I think it's because of the 12 songs that I thought it was longer. I told, I asked Colin, uh, did he listen to the uh, deluxe edition 
uh, or the standard edition. I, I pray that you said the standard edition because if you you said deluxe edition, that would mean I'd have to listen to the deluxe edition. Yeah, and I didn't know there was a deluxe edition. I was, uh, I got off course as 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 I was talking about my uh, ex girlfriend. Oh yeah, let's go. But Let let's me go, go. Let's backtrack. Let's go back to that. I want to talk about that because I was gonna. This goes with the extended edition thing too. So, Teenage Dream, the song, the single, the music video, sexy music video, would play and I would watch it and I'd cry because I'd be like, I want to live the teenage dream. I was supposed to. It wasn't happening for us. Me and her, it was donezo. Fast forward a year later. Summer 2011. I live in Fort Walton Beach now. No more Crestview. It's 30 minutes. Only Florida people will know that. Me and her are back together. She's back in Florida. Oh, Things fuck. are great, right? No, they're not. We don't like each other that much anymore. But right. the sex is bananas. So we are just there together. And we're at the mall. And we're in FYE. And great I hear... Story. Great story. Remember stores for DVDs? Remember yeah. that? Good times. And so we're in there. We're browsing DVDs. And uh, I hear... Kiss... Kiss, kick it, kiss me, and then I hear, oh yeah, Kanye West, I'm Kanye, and I'm with Katy Perry, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, Kanye's doing a song with Katy Perry? Yeah, I still haven't listened to that song. What the fuck? I was like, this is in the mall. I'm like, what, what, what is happening? And I look up, this is the early days of smartphones, I'm old. Early days of smartphones takes forever on my One X data to shazam my, it to, to shazam it, <laughs> and then to do further research and it was like this is all on the same album that I was listening to last year, that that had came out last year and I realized it was a deluxe edition and then like almost every song on this fucking album it was a single like it was fucking Thriller. This album is not good enough to have this many singles. It was because of the times, Gabe. 2010, 2011, that was hot shit, man. We were party rocking. We really were. We were. We had bright colored pants, and we were shuffling like no tomorrow. The early 2010s are bad time. They were an interesting A great time, time, but a bad time. Yeah. We were very self-indulgent. I went, I senior year of high school. I went to a fucking Skrillex concert. Oh my Skrillex? god! Dubstep was the shit it when we were was, in high school. Was wasn't it? Yeah. It, he was at the Rialto, and I went with some friends. The funny thing was, we left before Skrillex came on. Like we saw uh, Zed, and uh, I think Zed was the only other big name at the time that was at the Rialto that night. But it's like one of our friends had to work in the morning. And we're just like, you have to work in the morning and we were your ride. I don't think there was Uber at the time. No. And it's like Tucson, there's no cabs patrolling the streets. You can't just hail a cab. Man. So we had to we had to take him back home. You missed we missed Skrillex. We missed what we paid to go see. Like That's we saw a bunch crazy. of other shit and honestly Dubstep as a genre, it's all the same. Yeah, same shit. So it's like we didn't really miss them. We sorry, dubstep fans, yeah. electronica fans. Uh, want to get into top five? Yeah, let's do top five. Top five. It's time for the top five songs of the album. 
Okay. My top five. Uh, the only honorable mention is uh, California Girls. I don't know. I think honorable mention Peacock. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, Peacock is the worst song on this album. I uh, don't think, for me, it's not the worst, but it is one of the really bad ones. What's your worst? My worst has to be, I'm torn between Hummingbird Heartbeat or Who Am I Living For? Oh, my God. You know, I was almost going to have Who Am I Looking, Who Am I Living For as an honorable mention because that's also a song that is like a song. Yeah. But it's not good. Right. And I'm going to play Hummingbird Heartbeat right now on my phone just like because to me it's a forgettable song. Like it was yeah. playing and I thought it was just still Pearl. Hummingbird Heartbeat almost one worse song for me yeah because of how boring it is yeah and how like it doesn't sound like a real song yeah she's just saying words yeah i just it feels like it's trying to take it's like an amalgamation of circle the drain and pearl and it's like trying to combine the two into its own thing and i'm just like no no thank you okay i got off track again uh yeah california girls honorable mention Number six, but you didn't make the cut because you failed at what you intended to do. It is no Empire State of the Mind. Number right. five. And I could have gone without you telling me it was a response to that. I'm sorry. Like, I thought it was just like a fun little song she made, but knowing it's, nah, it's a right. response to Empire State of Mind makes it that worse, right? This is me off. Doesn't that knock a, like a, 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 a score for you? Yeah. Like, for me, it's in my top five just because of the music video and mm. having Snoop and oh, just yeah. being a fun song in general. But knowing that... Hurts. Mm, it hurts. Yeah. That's, that's why you didn't make the cut, California girls. I'm sorry. Uh, number five, Pearl, for me. Uh, just because I like the message of the song. I like uh, the direction it goes. Again, it's a song that actually has like a point to it. It's not just words, you know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I uh, kind of uh, uh, relate to the song. I've been in that situation where you feel like you have to act like you're somebody uh, that you're not to impress other people. So I like Pearl. It's a pretty decent song. Uh, number four, TGIF. Uh, I talked about how this song has one of the worst rhyme schemes. Uh, ginger ale, epic fail. What the fuck? You know why? 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 Yeah. But beyond that, I enjoy the song. It's a. I understand why this is a single. Yeah, I I could have done without the TGIF aspect of it. It was like, okay, last Friday night. That's great. The everything about that was perfect. It was talking about the parties they had. It's like you're back at school on Monday. Oh man, last Friday night we went fucking crazy. We were dancing on the tables. We threw that up around what time was this? 2010. So it was up on Facebook. MySpace was over with at this point. So they put it on Facebook. Ah oh, shit. If they tag me, my mom, my parents are going to see that shit. Knowing I was fucking wild in and just doing too much. But then all of a sudden they start chanting T G I F T G I and I and it makes me feel sick when I hear that. Like, I like this song. Like, it's, it's in my top five. It's a good song. But I hate the chanting of TGIF. And I hate that this song is called Last Friday TGIF. And yeah, it's the a only, stupid title. The only TGIF is them chanting in it. 
<laughs> them chanting made the title of the song. Yeah. I do hate the TGIF part of the song. Yeah. It just it takes just me out called of it. Last, last Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah, and you're you good. Go. And you, I would love to see a fan cut of this Even song. Even if it was just called TGIF. But the TGIF and Last Friday Night together, like, it's yeah. too much. You're doing too much. Yeah. Last Friday Night, and then thank God it's Friday. It's like, that's two different things. Last Friday, but thank God it's Friday. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's Monday, and we're reminiscing about last Friday. We need the consistency. Yeah, we're in our fifth period social studies. We're talking about how crazy we went last Friday night. That's my beef with this song. But it's in your top? It's th- in my top five. Okay, But good. that's my beef with this song. Uh, song you don't may not be in yours. Uh, number three, Circle the Drain. All right. I didn't pick Circle of the Dream because I like really, really like it. It's again an actual real fucking song. Yeah. Poignant lyrics. It's personal for Katie, so she really feels it. And you can tell in that song that it really fucking affected Katie Perry. Yeah. Like, she you like could, really you could liked hear it. it. And at points it's like, okay, was he the one that got away? Like in like the sense of it, and it was the addiction that dragged him away. Mm. Like, is Circle of the Drain the like point of the album not like the point maybe. of the album because it's like teenage dream and everything maybe 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 it's just like the 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 climax yeah and then everything else is the fallen action but i still hate that of, it's number six on the i still think it came too early on the album you, you think it should have been later yeah it's a later song to me like to go from peacock to circle the drain i think peacock like you were saying peacock into et yeah would have been I think that would been that, that kind of would have helped the album a little bit yeah. more. I like that. Uh, uh, what's my other ones? What are my other songs? Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, number two. Not like the movies. I really like that song. I like the slow build up. The vocals are actually... This is one of her better vocal performances on the song. Yeah. Like she actually sings well on this song. And it like actually gets me to like feel things even before we, uh, I even talked to you about doing this um, podcast. This song will kind of get stuck in my head. Yeah, and I'm like, why is this song stuck? Why do you listen to this song? I'm like, the the slow chords. It's really like good and grounding. Like something about it. Like it kind of gets me in my feelings. You know, yeah, it, it, it's it, the, it, the it's a great instrumental and her vocals are really good. The lyrics are great. It's one of the best. It's a good song ending. And like you said, it comes back around to Teenage Dream. Really yeah, well. the, the way not like the movies ends and Teenage Dream begins. It's very fluid. Like I was listening to this album on repeat and then I heard that shift and I'm like, fuck, that was really good. Like the the tone of not like the movies and like the message of it feeding into Teenage Dream and its message, yeah, it's a great cycle. It's a very yeah. cyclical, and I think because it's very idealistic with Teenage Dream, yeah. And now like the movies is like the come down of the relationship, and that's why I think Circle the Drain should have been near the bottom with not like the movies. Like if it, if it had gone uh, Circle the Drain, then Pearl, then not like the movies, that would have been a good final three because yeah. you end on a very somber note. Actually, I do like that. That's yeah. a way better. And I think songs like Hummingbird Heartbeat and The One That Got Away, they interfere mm-hmm. with the album being good. I think a lot of times there's a, 
especially now with streaming and shit, there's so much wanting to put these big things together so you get as much numbers and the most money, blah, blah. Some songs need to just be cut from a lot of albums. Certain yeah, songs are like making single, albums you know? not good. Yeah. I think Hummingbird Heartbeat is in there. I didn't mean, I didn't say this either. It sounds like I'm shitting on the album, but... I, we're allowed to. Firework is a horrible fucking song. I think it's very motivational, and I it makes me feel like I should love myself more. I'm happy. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's it in is, my top five. Is it? Yeah. It's, I, a, it's an uplifting song, and that's why I like it. It got number three in the worst list for me. Baby, I'm a firework. <laughs> Do you ever feel... Like a fucking plastic bag. But do you know what she means by it? It's yeah. like, are you going through the motions? Yes, I do. Yeah, like you're depressed as shit, <laughs> and you're just going through the motions. Said it, dude. It's do fucking you pop. Feel... You can't, you can't expect much from it. You know. Imagine someone <laughs> you didn't know asked you that. Hey, bro, you ever feel like a plastic bag? <laughs> Y'all just fucking chiefing over there and just. Man, you ever feel like a fucking plastic bag in the wind, dude? <laughs> Nigga, get the fuck out. You ever ask me some stupid shit like that? What? <laughs> you all going one way and then a strong gust of wind blows you another way. But I'm talking about life, man. Like, I'm, I'm working hard and then I get fired, man. Hey, man. <laughs> okay. I like the movie. It's a great song. Yeah. I would actually maybe... Uh, recommend that to somebody to listen to not like the movies. Yeah, but I, again, I wouldn't put it in an in a playlist. A, a playlist. If I was making a sad boy playlist, I would put that in there. Okay. Like something to make you feel like shit because you want to feel like shit to get that shit feeling out of your system. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put that in there. Okay. Yeah. Number one, my number one song. Drum roll. Title song, Teenage Dream. Oh, yeah, easy. Easily. Easy. It's the best song on the album. Great music video. You know, the song made me feel good. Made me feel bad that I wasn't with my lady at the time. You know, the song kind of makes me have a bittersweet feeling of uh, feeling, you know, sad. I'm feeling happy, you know? Because, yeah. you know, Teenage Dream is this great romance that nothing's wrong and you're experiencing these new physical and um, emotional feelings for someone that you've never felt before. And what comes with that is great pain. And this album, Imperfect as it is, kind of does cover both sides of that coin. Mm. And whenever I hear this song though, it, you know, I feel all of those feelings. And I couldn't put it anywhere but number number one best song on this. Yeah, song. and easy. it starts the album. It starts the album. It says, you know, it's good when the first song is the album title song. Yes, like yes. usually they sneak that in about midway through like three or four or five. Yeah, you but know? no, this is like this album's Teenage Dream. First song this you're gonna listen to, Dream. Teenage Dream. Yeah, it sets the tone. And then at the end, it just fucking comes full circle. Yeah. With fucking not like the movies, you know? It's like a sandwich. Yeah. You know? But with like some weird shit in the middle. Yeah, it's a shit sandwich. It's a shit we'll sandwich. We'll give it that. You. <laughs> that <laughs> is harsh. No, I don't hate the album. I don't. Yeah. Um, What's your top five? 
So top five, we agreed on everything except I would sneak in California Girls. Okay. Although it, I did get less respect, right? Yeah, I, I lost respect for it, knowing it's a response song. Uh, like not knowing it's a response song, <coughs> fucking fun song. I always vibed to it when I was in high school. I love Snoop's feature; it was great. Beanie bo beanie oh eenie oh eenie go beanie. Great shit. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> Um, and then the other one I had on there, the one that got away. I think that's a great song. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's bad. I think. Well, I just think it's like something you can relate to. Like we all have one that got away. Yeah. You know, the the ones in relationships with somebody who isn't the one that got away can't admit they got one that got away. Sure. But everyone's got one that... You have to admit that, that you have one that got away. Yeah, dude. and it's like, that song makes you think about them and, like, kind of reminisce and get happy and a little sad. But it's a good song. Yeah. You know? I, I, I disagree with it being a top five song, but it is a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's my top five. All right. And what would you say your worst song was? Worst song... Fuck... Hummingbird Heartbeat. Um, okay. Yeah. I accept that. Yeah. Fuck, Hummingbird Heartbeat's fucking horrible. It could just be removed. I played it on my phone earlier, and I already forgot what it sounds like. So I guess that... Oh, what, what is your score? What'd you I, give it? To me, this is just a straight five. Don't love it, don't hate it, five. You're way nicer. No, you're way meaner than I am. Really? I gave it... How is, how is it mean to not hate and not like something? I mean, just score wise, you're okay. way more, you're way more uh, stricter. I gave I think you're like a, a low seven, low seven. I think that's too gen. Now let's talk about our grading structure, <laughs> because I gave Cherry Bomb like a nine and a half. Uh, that was just a pure feeling one. If I gave this a pure feeling score, see, I don't think I can give this a pure feeling. I score. I have to give it a lower score. Yeah. Okay, probably not like a seven. Like, I could see you giving it a six and a half. If you had said six and, half, six and a half. I was about six and a half. Yeah, six and a half instead of seven. That seven, to me, seven's like almost good. Like, yeah, I think of my grades in high school, and I was happy with a 70. Like, that's a seven out of 10. For Honestly, me. I'm going to give it a six. Oh, even lower. I'm going to give it lower because of how much I hate Hummingbird Heartbeat. There you go. And I don't want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be clear. I don't want to um, act like this score that I gave a six was coerced by Colin. Colin did not coerce me. Coerced? Coerced. I drank I, a little bit. I can't I, even speak right now. I, at first, I thought you were saying, like, Coerce. there was a chorus that was, like, singing it to you. Like, <laughs> give it a six. <laughs> it's like, fuck. No, coerce. 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 C-O-E-R-C-E. I've given up on <laughs> words. I coerced I did you. this of my own volition. Yeah. Hey, you I said gave, that one right. <laughs> thank you. I gave it a six. I gave it a seven initially because I was thinking of the old scores of that I previously had already scored this before I had asked Colin to do this podcast with me. So me a few months ago gave this album a little bit of a better review. But as I did re-listen to it the last like couple of weeks, I was like, "Oh, this this album's much worse than I thought it was." Yeah. It's still it's like barely over mediocre. Yeah, just barely. Oh, it's barely passable. And for me, it was more of a nostalgia factor than like yeah. actually 
enjoying the songs. Like I heard like the first five songs and those were all on the radio at the time when I was in high school. So it made me think to how I was feeling back then and the fun I was having then. So I looked at it a little higher than when I listened to the actual album all at once. Yeah. I'm just like, no, nah, this is You pick not and it. choose songs, it's much better. Yeah. But like as a 47 minutes, no. I do not give it a recommend. It is not in the corridor of greatness. No. That's what we're going to put great albums are going to be in our corridor of greatness. I like that. Not a hall of fame. It's a corridor. I feel like we could come up with a better title. Like, just something. I like alliteration. Okay. So, like, corridor of something. I like that you chose corridor. I love corridor. But I think we could do better on greatness. We'll we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. Well, we're putting retroactively, putting in Cherry Bond, of course. Yeah. Great album. Katy Perry, you do not make the cut. Try next time. I don't think she can anymore. I don't think she does. Unless she writes Gap jingles for Kanye. Dude, that'd be fucking hilarious. More <laughs> Katy Perry-Kanye collaborations, yeah. please. Actually, no. E.T. remix, garbage. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Signing off. It's Gabe. And Colin. Bye. Bye.